Hello, how are you doing this lovely, lovely, lovely morning? <laughs> I'd like to welcome you once again to another episode of It's Called Southern Lessons with Irene. If you're tuning in for the first time, Karibu Sana and Asante. If you've been here before, thank you so, so much for always tuning in. Happy 2023. I hope 2023 started on well with you. And um, how's your resolutions going? Or should just leave you alone. <laughs> it's the weekend from this side. Um, from diaspora, no, you're not yet at the weekend. But uh, from Kenya, I know you're getting ready to get into the weekend. So I hope you take care of yourself. And um, what do I have to say? For me, 20, 2023 started in a very interesting way. But um, we're moving regardless. It's life, you know. But um, I'd say I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I was able to stay this year. I think I'm coming down with a cold, so forgive my voice. <laughs> so um, I have, what do I have to say about 2023? It's an eye-opener for me. I'm turning a year older. It's always a panic when I'm turning a year older because I always look back to what have I achieved? What have I been able to bring to the table? What have I been able to give to myself? What mistakes have I made? Um, what rights have I corrected? Uh, what, what wrongs have I corrected? What rights have I been able to share, you know? But uh, just before we get into today's topic, I want to read for you a quote on um, craftsmanship. Basically, it's not really a quote. It's something that I've learned through life. At least I'm not an expert here. We're learning, we're unlearning, we're retooling, and we're becoming better, you know? And we're also being raw. So what I've come to learn is in every year, in everything that you do, everything that you do, be good at it. And in every craft that you're in, every career that you're in, whatever you do, business, work, do not let anyone undermine it. You know your story. You know your craft. You know what you're gaining. And I will give you a story. I was I was, I was, was listening to, I like listening to podcasts of, about businesses and, and life and money. Um, so I was listening to this. It was a business meeting, women in the meeting. And people were talking about their businesses. And, uh, <clears throat> sorry, sorry. <clears throat> and then people were talking about their businesses and what they do for a living. And I remember one mama said, um, she asked, do you know the smell of your money? And I, I couldn't quite understand. So I was like, what do you mean the smell of uh, money? And what she said was, she's a fish farmer. And for a fish farmer, not unless you understand the revenue it brings, you will not know how much that mama makes, that lady makes. In your mind, you will think she doesn't make any money. But unless you understand the business aspect of it and the revenue it brings, and the returns, then you will understand the smell of her money. So she was saying, whenever she she's done with her business, of course, you have to go to the bank to go and bank the money. So she gets to the bank and everyone is moving away because she's smelling of fish. And they're looking at her like, really? 
with your fish business you're coming here so some would step aside and be like yo you know but she didn't care because she knows the smell of her money and she would go to the counter and bank her 100,000 her 200,000 and go back home for her whatever you think about her job is none of her business whatever you think about how much she makes is none of her business most people would think she doesn't make any money but as she was speaking she currently has like five branches over 30 employees but when you look at her in her gumboot smelling of fish in her apron you would not even think and that is what i've come to realize people tend to really undermine what people do you would come and tell someone this is what i do and immediately they find a way to discredit everything that you do when I was living in Nairobi, before I moved to the Sin City, when you used to go to the bank, you'd get, in the morning mostly, if you'd go to banks like a cooperative bank, KCB, Equity, in the morning, you'd meet with my Mboga, with my friends in diaspora, a grocery, the grocery lady. So she's from Marikiti, she's from selling her, 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 her vegetables. And when she's getting into the bank, literally you look at her fingers, they're full of mud, right? She's wearing a kabuti. It's, it's, it's dirty, you know, and you'd look at her and be like, the heck, I'm just going to the office, I'm looking good, and you want to step aside. You don't want to look at her. You don't want to be close to her. For you, you think, where would she even do this? this business? She knows the smell of her money. And she will go there and she will bank her 50,000. She'll bank her 100,000. And when you look at her net worth as compared to yours, you'd be very scared. You'd even be very ashamed. And that is what I'm coming into this year saying. We really need to stop undermining what people do. You don't know. And previously, when I used to meet up with people, especially on social events, I would never say what I do. I actually don't even most of the time. Actually, 90% of the time, I don't say what I do for a living. Why? Because I've come to realize people ask what you do for a living and your income so they can see where to put you and the level of respect to give you. So they'll ask you, so what do you do for a living? So they know, can they invite you for this road trip that's coming or this baby shower or this, this, this event? Or can they hang out with you? Are you are you able to go to these places that they high end places that they go to? So whenever I'd go to a social event and they ask me, "What do you do for a living?" I immediately switch off, and I will de definitely tell you I'm just living. I have a friend of mine who runs a pig a, a pig farm, and she makes a good, a good lot. Kudos to you, Juju. She she makes a good lot, but Whenever you meet her and you ask her what she does for a living, she'll tell you, I just I still live at my mom's place. Why? Because why would you want to know what, what I do for a living? We don't even know each other like that. And that is what we've, we've brought ourselves to be, where you ask someone what they do for a living, and once you know that, now you start saying, I don't think she makes that kind of money. I think she's lying. I don't think she lives that kind of life. I think she's lying. Yet you don't see her payslip. At the company that she works for, I don't think they can pay her that kind of money. Companies make a lot of money out here. Companies make a whole lot of money out here. 
unless you've seen the books, you cannot say nothing. You will look at a hardware and, and literally think, hmm, they don't even sell. I worked in a motor industry and I could see a, past, a mama coming who owns a hardware and buying a double cabin. And double cabin goes for a whole good 5.3 million. And she would pay cash or even give you the bank statement and you take it to the bank and they finance her completely. So not unless you have, you pay this person, not unless you've been able to live their lifestyle, not unless you've been able to cater for their lifestyle, you don't get to dictate how much they earn and how much they don't earn. People don't get to earn what they earn by just sitting around. When I started working, actually started as a merchandiser, where? <laughs> I used to get my $1,500, that's $15, $15, and I'd go and I'd work proudly, you know? But I, at the end of the day, I knew that was not my portion. I still wanted to grow. And for me to grow, I needed to push myself and push myself and push myself. And every day, as I went to the customer service department and operations, I got to learn. I would get into TED Talk and find out what is it that the, the Western countries are doing when it comes to the operations department. And I am where I am because I have really pushed myself to get to where I am. I've become indispensable. So whenever I meet someone who's doing something, I always tell you, be good at your craft. It does not matter what it is. If it's serving tea, serve it to the best of your ability. In that, whenever a client comes in, they say, no, 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 no. I want them to serve me. No, 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 no. I want them to serve me. I was named once best customer service of the year in East Africa because of how good I was at my job. And at that particular point, I said, there's no, there's no turning back. I need to be the best. And I never get to a point where I sit and I'm like, okay, I think I've reached where I've, I, I, I was going. No, 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 no. At this point right now, I'm still learning. I'm still learning something new because system and technology is changing. So in whatever you do, it does not matter what you're doing. If it's, it's at the salon, be the best. If it's a reception, serve that client, serve those walk-ins at the best of your ability. And whenever they come in, they'll be like, where's the person lady that serves us here? And that's how you become indispensable. In that whenever you even ask for a leave, your boss already has an issue because they're worried, how, how is this going, company going to survive? Do not give up on yourself. There's always going to be someone who's better than you, but be the best at what you do. I always tell them, if it's, it doesn't matter what it is. If you have to learn something, one thing every day, learn it. And don't, tell, don't let anyone tell you, I don't look like you earn that. I, the, the way you work, I don't think that company can pay you that. They don't know your story. They do not know. So do not let them tell that story for you. However they feel about it, that's their own problem. Understand the smell of your money. And when you do that, when you understand the smell of your money, oh, best believe me, you. No one can tell me tell you anything. No one can tell me about what I do and how much I earn. Because I know the smell of my money. I have worked to a, a point where I can dictate how much I want to be paid. And the package. And that is why I keep saying, keep pushing yourself. Even on days when you feel like you don't want, 
me i am a cry baby <laughs> i told you guys i'm real. i'm a cry baby me i've worked with tears in my eyes and when a client calls i am all smiles hi how you love me assist you and you wouldn't the client will feel the smile on my on my on, they'll feel the smile but i'm crying but whatever i'm going through personally does not it should not affect my job so whatever you do i wish you nothing by the best this year you continue being better and if you keep pushing you will get the results the minute you start saying you start hearing your colleagues say there's a client who came and said they wanted to talk to you alone and then another one and then another one. that's how you create your rapport and that's how you build your client base and that is how you become an asset to the company so keep doing what you're doing you will not fail okay so i wish you the best this weekend and until next time it's cocktails and lessons with irene goodbye